of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. We're back, back half hour of Sabres Live from Development Camp here at Lecom Harbor Center. Good crowd on hand, and tomorrow it'll be even bigger for the three-on-three tournament, which begins just after 9 a.m. Looking forward to that. Dan Razor and Chris Baker will have the call streaming on Sabres.com and on Facebook. Marty, I've given you a little homework assignment. By the way, Noah Oslin's going to join us later on in the show. Just a quick update from him just as to how the camp is going. He obviously won't and isn't participating right now because he's, uh, you know in recovery mode from an end-of-season injury, but he's in good spirits and is going to be spending next year in the SHL in Sweden. And then we'll see, because he is, of course, one of the three first-rounders from a year ago, so there's still a tremendous amount of attention being paid to his development. I gave you a little homework assignment as far as teams in and around Buffalo, not geographically, but standings-wise, that missed the playoffs last year, Pittsburgh, Ottawa, Detroit, Washington, Philadelphia, Montreal, Columbus, and or the ones right around the Sabres that did make it, like the Islanders and Florida, uh, or any other teams in the East that you prefer to discuss. Has anybody made significant moves that, in your mind, will impact Buffalo's hope and or likelihood of moving up in the Eastern Conference standings? Yeah, I think that if you look around, it's hard sitting here in July and say, well, this team is going to jump way back, right? Mm-hmm. Last year we had some inclination, like Pittsburgh and Washington, yeah. going to take a step backwards at Buffalo and Ottawa and Detroit. We're going to take steps forward. Um, so I go into this season not penciling in the Buffalo Sabres in the playoffs, but using a Sharpie and saying that's their end. They are making, and I know questions about goaltending and their D is still there, but I got to think that I'm putting them in. And I also, with a big fat char- a Sharpie, a big butt Sharpie, um, saying that I'm putting the Florida Panthers out. Okay, I understand. Florida got to the finals this year. They had this weird season, which they had Alex Lyon play well in the last, you know, 11 or 7 games or whatever it was at the end of the year and get them in. Um, but I have Florida out. I don't see enough with the Florida Panthers to tell me that they are going to have that magical end of season and or magical ride that they had in the playoffs to put them in the playoffs against this year. There's too many good teams around them. Okay. So those are my, my Sharpie uh, teams. In, out, Buffalo in, Florida out, one for one, it, it works. Um, but if you make me dig in a little deeper, as you always do, then I say my second team to get into the playoffs is the Pittsburgh Penguins. I, look, I cannot sit here and think that Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, that that whole group, Jake Gensel, like that whole group is going to miss the playoffs a second consecutive year. Mm-hmm. Now, if they deal with injuries throughout the season and they are missing some of their key pieces throughout the season, yes, they could absolutely miss the playoffs. But if I look at their roster and think that they will suffer the average amount of injuries like other teams around them, that Pittsburgh will get in. So that's the team that I say gets in. They have added Riley Smith, Lars Eller, Nolachari, Matt Nieto, and Ryan Graves, along with, and here's the over-under question, over-under number of games for Alex Nedeljkovic. Um, he is their third goalie. Does he play 10 and a half? No, I think it's going to be, well, 
Ten and a half is a low number because, I mean, look at what the Sabres have done with their goalies the last few years, right? Like, so it's a really well set line by you, Duffer, by the way. You I'm getting working, better at this. You should be working for one of those uh, betting sites because that's a well set line. I'm going to say under. I hear they're overstaffed I think these Tristan days. Jari um, is obviously coming back on a five-year deal mm-hmm. and... Casey is said one. to be healthy, yeah. and Casey DeSmith is there. So I'm going to say under 10 and a half games for Alex Ndelkovic. Uh, but I, these additions are significant for mm. Pittsburgh, and I think Pittsburgh gets back in. Well, how much better is Detroit with Comfer, Costin, Sprong, Fisher, Gostisbehere, your boy, Justin Hall, Reimer, and Lyon? I don't love the Detroit Red Wings. I don't. Like I, I saw I, a headline today out of the Motor City. Sleepy Iserman fails to get, you know, yeah, offensive okay. punch, which is hilarious because, you know, the criticism of Steve has been limited, let's well, say, over the course of his managerial career. But he's also not really put himself in the media crossfire a lot, right? But and they now, have missed seven years in a row. so it's, And they took a step forward next last year, and now they're hoping to take another step forward. I do, I do think that the Detroit Red Wings failed on some level to add some offense and maybe they were focusing on creating that defensive structure again and helping a guy like Villa Uso be able to take a step forward again this year. I'm not loving the Detroit Red Wings. And to be honest with you, I, I, as a third team that would get in, I have the Ottawa Senators. But I'm not loving Ottawa um, but going they, for Corpus Allo. They get an incomplete grade because the Debrinket deal is not done. The Debrinket is still... Yeah. But do I feel like Ottawa is going to come out on top in the Debrinket deal this year? Maybe long-term they will, but I don't see it happening for year one. Hmm. You, you've got a player like Alex Debrinket that could score 40. Mm-hmm. That had a eh, not-so-great year, average year last okay. year. Yeah. It was okay. But I feel like Ottawa is going to lose out in the short term. Maybe gain the long term, but lose out in the short term. So I've got Ottawa kind of like Buffalo gets in. Pittsburgh, eh, there's a chance they get in. Ottawa, it's a long shot, depending on what happens in front of them. Again, I said Florida gets out. I think the New York Islanders take a step back. So again, it's Did that. Did you notice my notes on them? No. There's no. There's nothing. No additions. No, no change. No change. A lot of long-term contracts, but no change. Like they visibly have not changed on the roster yet, and or maybe won't. Do you like, think Bohorovat is going to score forty? He could. Should. I mean, if healthy Barzell, why not? Like, why not? But well, I still don't love the Islanders as a team and their makeup of a team. Yeah. They still have that mentality of the energy line and uh, you know mm-hmm. the Matt Martin and Casey Zizekas and Cal Clutterbuck Ross type Johnson. of Ross yeah. Johnson type of lines and, and look maybe it's going to work for them I just don't like it so team one that gets out is Florida team two that gets out is the New York Islanders okay but because I know I want to give it enough time to kind of surprise you with team three that gets out this year Tampa Tampa would be my team four. Okay. Tampa, I mean, really quickly, um, Sherry, Archibald, Glendening, Logan Brown, Calvin DeHaan, Jonas Johansson. Those are their additions. Tampa's not better, right? Tampa is definitely not better. Uh, Now, I don't think they're going to regress simply because they have too much star power to uh, regress. They can play Kucherov and Point and those guys 20-plus minutes. It's a third of the game, and they they will dominate that one-third of the game. Mm -hmm. How do they work the other 
you know, 66% of the game is, is going to be a challenge. So tempo for me is team four. Team three, and this is me Do jumping. I get one more guess? Yes. Rangers? No, the Rangers, no, I think, they should are be, fine. be fine. Okay, let me go one more guess. It would have to be then. I'm jumping in a frozen lake. Well, the only team left would be Toronto. No, Toronto, I think, is going to be fine okay, as well. Okay, who is it? The Boston Bruins. Oh, see see how I could never get myself there? You can never talk <laughs> about the Bruins, right? You can never get No, there. I mean, I could never. That would be, like, obviously, it would be the most catastrophic fall in be, regular season year-over-year year history to go from record-setting to missing the playoffs. I heard something yesterday. Somebody suggested that Jim Montgomery could win back-to-back -back Jack Adams trophy as the best coach of the NHL just by getting the Boston Bruins in the playoffs next year. Right? If they were to just get in the playoffs, like they have been, they suffered major losses on their roster. They added Geeky, Lucic, Van Riemsdyk, Brown, Jason Magna, because we always yeah. like to clarify, Shattenkirk, J-A-Y-S-O-N, by the way, Ian Mitchell, and Weatherspoon. That's it for the Bruins discussion, we promise. We'll get it back on Sabres Development Camp next when Noah Ostlin joins us here on Sabres Live from Lecom Harbor Center, WGR Sports Radio 550.